Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Vipers Voices. It's special because we're recording it on the day that the Desert Vipers have joined forces with the Dubai Sports Council. Dubai Sports Council is the official body responsible for the development of the sports sector in the Emirate and in a groundbreaking partnership, Dubai Sports Council has become the lead partner in the Desert Vipers sustainability programme. The announcement was made at the offices of the Dubai Sports Council in Dubai's Design District in the presence of its Secretary-General, His Excellency Saeed Harap, as well as the Desert Vipers owner Avram Glazer, Chief Executive Officer Phil Oliver, Director of Cricket Tom Moody and Captain Colin Munro. And coming up, we hear from Colin, who talks about the partnership, as well as looking back at the narrow defeat to Dubai Capitals and forward to the now crucial game against the Gulf Giants at the Dubai International Stadium on Saturday, February the 3rd. That match is the Vipers sustainability match where the players will be wearing green kit, fans are being asked to attend dressed in green and are also being invited to bring in old and used sportswear which can then be recycled and upcycled in keeping with the Vipers commitment to sustainability and the environment. We hear too from Tom Moody, who speaks about Shaheen Shah Afridi after the Pakistan 2020 international captain signed off for this season with that match against the Capitals. Tom talks about Shaheen's influence on and off the field and how the Vipers will deal with his absence. So, plenty of chat as ever on this episode, but before we get into that, just a quick reminder that if you'd like to attend the sustainability match or any of the Vipers games this season, you can do so by picking up a ticket either at the league's website, that's www.ilt20.ae, or at any Virgin Megastore across the UAE. The news of the partnership between Dubai Sports Council and the Desert Vipers is fantastic for the franchise and fantastic for the potential to raise the profile of the issue of sustainability within the UAE and beyond. The Dubai Sports Council will play key roles in working with the Desert Vipers in its already existent schools programme and in a sustainability in sports summit that's scheduled for later this year in Dubai. The Sports Council has plenty of experience in the area of sustainability already, working with Golf's DP World Tour and Sail GP in the recent past, to name just two examples. And having such a prestigious and influential body standing shoulder to shoulder with the Vipers is a tremendous feather in the cap for the work that the Vipers' backroom staff have been doing in this area. Colin Munro added his stardust to the announcement of the partnership the morning after the defeat to the Dubai Capitals and after the formal part of proceedings we caught up with him to chat sustainability, that match against the Capitals, the upcoming encounter with the Gulf Giants and much more. Let's hear from the captain now. I'm with Colin Munro, the Desert Vipers captain, and Colin, it's a little bit different this morning. We're at the Dubai Sports Council. What's this all about? Yeah, it's obviously the initiative that the Desert Vipers have taken on board over the last little while and about being more sustainable and, and working with 
uh, Dubai Sports Council to to have a bit more of a platform in, in and around here the UAE and um, you know just try and kick kickstart off the, our game tomorrow, which is the big green game. Yes, it's the sustainability match against the Gulf Giants on Saturday. It's so important, that, isn't it, to have the backing of the Dubai Sports Council, the Dubai government, for this uh, initiative? Yeah, massive. I think it's, you know, it's a good partnership for, for the Vipers and you know, for the Dubai Sports Council too. So, um, yeah, tomorrow's going to be an exciting game and, and I think there's going to be a lot of people there. Let's look back and look forward. Let's look back, first of all, to the game on uh, Thursday evening against the Dubai Capitals. Gosh, you must be sitting here this morning scratching your head and thinking, how on earth did we lose that game? Uh, yeah, there's lots, you know, when you lose on the last ball, you can, you know, pick out so many little things in the game where it was, you know, whether they ran a three or a two where they shouldn't have, one ball, um, five wides, my smart strike rate, you know, through the middle there, we went nine runs and 19 balls and lost two or three wickets. So that's not great batting. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, we can say we lost it with the ball, but I think we were probably 10, 15 runs short. Um, but then speaking to some of the bowlers, they were happy with 170 because the wicket didn't change much, didn't get dewy. Um, so yeah, I thought we just weren't good enough for long periods of time in that game and I think um, you know that's been the theme common theme uh, throughout the season so you know my my end of uh, game chat was just we just need to be better for longer and that's probably a little slogan that we'll just try and keep through um, something that we can sort of monitor throughout games There were positives though Alex Hales and Rowan Mustafa at the top of the order what a fantastic stand that was and then Adam Hose at the back end playing as we know Adam Hose can yeah, because usually the top, it's been been tough for the for the openers in this, you know, or the top three. Um, but I thought the way the openers batted last night was exceptional. They dovetailed really well. When one wasn't quite striking it well, the other one would would take on the ascendancy, and then it was vice versa as well. So, yeah, we had a great start, and then you know, we haven't had those starts. But then the middle order's been doing a great job for us and getting us back in games and. They had a great start for us, but then the middle order let let the team down a little bit there too as well. So for myself, you know, the guys through the middle, um, you know, we take responsibility. We be better players than that, but you know, credit to them, they bowled well and used the conditions really well. Let's talk about the fact that it was Shaheen Sharafridi's last match before he goes back to Pakistan. Just talk to us, Colin, about his influence on the pitch and off the pitch in the five games he's played. Well, on the pitch, he, you can see he just tries so hard and, and gives us everything. He's in the hot spots in the field and he's, he's running and bowling some tough overs up top and at the death. And, you know, he probably hadn't, doesn't have, well, with his high expectations, hasn't had the best tournament. But, you know, that happens. Um, you know, form is temporary, but class is permanent. And um, that's always been told to me. And, you know, I'll keep telling that to players too. So I think, you know, he's probably made a, a bigger impact off the field because we've seen bigger crowds come in shouting for him and Azam as well um, so yeah I think we've got a bit, bit more of a fan following here in the UAE and, and in Pakistan for sure just because of, of having a freedom on our team Let's talk about the game against the Gulf Giants now there's always uh, a fantastic atmosphere around those games because the Gulf Giants and the Vipers were the top sides last season. You've played the Gulf Giants this season and beaten them once. What can you take from that game into the game on Saturday? 
Yeah, take a bit of confidence from that. I think, you know, Chris Lynn's batting really well at the moment, so he's a big wicket for us. But, yeah, the, the Gulf Giants, you know, and, and the Vipers were the best teams last year, like you said. And um, this year, we, we're not the best teams at the moment, but we're, we're one game away from, from turning that around. Um, that's the great thing about this comp this year is that everyone's beating everyone and the, the table's really tight. You know, if we had won that last game, we would have been sitting second, but we're sitting last now. But, you know, if we can just look um, each game and, and like you said, the Gulf Giants pose a, a big threat. They've, they've got some world-class players and like every team, but, you know, they're a well-drilled team. They know exactly what they're going to do against us. Um, and hopefully we can fire some shots and, and, you know, get our season up and running again. Four games to go. What's it going to take to get into the final spots, do you think? Four wins, three wins, two wins? I think maybe two or three, I reckon, because everyone's beating everyone. Um, if it was just, you know, Mumbai and Dubai Capitals running away with it at the top and two two teams at the bottom, um, you would have to say three or four, but... Two, I think three, three will probably try and will get us in there. Five wins, you win five, you put yourself in a position. Um, but again, if you win four, um, not looking too far ahead, but you look four, you, you you potentially could finish second, which you you really want to finish one and two, so you get that life. And what about the sustainability match? There's so many initiatives taking place around the day. You're going to be playing in green for the match. Uh, there's going to be uh, recycling. There's going to be people uh, receiving and giving in old kit. Um, there's going to be a whole load of activities going on. Does that deflect at all from the cricket, or are you able to divorce yourself from that? I think as players, we're all professional enough to know a lot of that stuff happens in the background, and you know, not necessarily the activities and things that we've got initiatives going, but there's always some other stuff going on at games. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see it all green rather than red and black. But, um, yeah, that's going to be cool. I think, uh, you know, the kids are obviously all excited, the, the ones that are in our, in our, in our team, and they're looking forward to, to getting in green and, and coming to support the Vipers. Just finally, what's your message to the players and indeed to the Vipers supporters ahead of tomorrow's game? Uh, well, to the supporters, keep backing us. Um, you know, we're trying to put on a show for you guys. It hasn't quite clicked, but you know, you keep coming and, and being our twelfth man. We'll 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 keep trying as hard as we can, and hopefully we deliver. And to the boys, you know, just you know, better for longer, and and you know, we're not far away from from clicking. Colin Munro, the Desert Vipers captain, still positive despite results going against his side and looking forward to the chance to set the record straight with a much-needed win against the Gulf Giants. You'll have heard Colin speak there of the departure of Shaheen Shah Afridi, who's now returning to Pakistan after his stint with the Vipers. Let's hear too from Tom Moody on the influence of Shaheen and how he expects the remaining squad members to fill the breach now that Shaheen has returned home ahead of that upcoming Pakistan Super League. Tom gave Vipers Voices his verdict on Shaheen's contribution. Yeah, look, he's been terrific. He's obviously a you know a highly uh, sought-after player and highly respected player around the world in all fam- formats of the game, and it's great to have uh, a player of that calibre in our in our ranks, um, and uh, it's also great to have a you know a, Pakis- a Pakistan player of that calibre playing for the Desert Vipers in this league. Uh, we've seen as he's been around playing the five games that he's been with us. There's been you know a, a lot of support for him and his colleagues from Pakistan. There's obviously a, a big community uh, of Pakistan 
um, people here that have settled here and working in the UAE that love to see their stars. And he is a superstar. And um, he, uh, you know, he had an impact on the field for us, you know, taking some wickets. But I suppose the impact he's had off the field in the dressing room has been very positive. He's been prepared to share his knowledge. You know, he's, uh, you know, he's been very easily, he's very easily fit into our environment, which is always, always nice. So, you know, it was, um, it was great to have him and a shame to, you know, say goodbye to him. Are you confident you've got the resources to cope? Obviously, there's Tamal Mills, there's Sheldon Cottrell on the sidelines. They'll be uh, able to fill those big shoes? Without a doubt. Um, I've got full confidence in, in the squad that we've got. And one of the reasons we, we have such a, I suppose, a strong and deep bowling attack is we knew that we were going to have a few people coming and going. Uh, we're not the only franchise in that position either, but we knew that was going to be the case. So I'm sure those, those players will welcome the opportunity and, and step up and deliver. Tom Moody, the Desert Vipers Director of Cricket, on Shaheen Sharafridi and the players he expects to step up to spearhead the Vipers bowling lineup at the back end of this season's DP World ILT20. And that's your lot for this special episode of Vipers Voices. The Vipers' next match is on Saturday, February the 3rd, against the Gulf Giants at the Dubai International Stadium. It's the sustainability match, so if you're coming along, then please wear green and bring some old sportswear with you to recycle. Tickets are available for that match and every one that the Vipers play via the ILT20 website and also at all Virgin Megastores throughout the UAE. We'll be back with reaction from the Vipers camp after that match and you can watch the reaction too via the Vipers Voices vodcast on the website or the Vipers YouTube channel. Don't forget too that you can follow the Vipers every move on all the major social media platforms. For now then, this is Brian Murgatroyd saying, as ever, thanks so much for listening.